smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast life insurance is all about securing you and your family financially basically a life insurance policy makes sure that your loved ones will not suffer financially in your absence hello everyone i'm navneet dubey from mint's personal finance team Today in the third episode of financial planning we will discuss why one should have a life insurance cover To answer this question we have invited Suresh Sadagopan he is a managing director and principal officer at Ladder 7 Wealth Planners Private Limited Welcome to Why Not Mint Money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth So let's get started with your money journey. Uh hi Suresh, welcome back to the third episode of Basics of Financial Planning. And for our listeners, uh, I would like to tell you that we will touch upon a life insurance topic today. It is important to understand it carefully because life insurance is somewhat an emotional buying product. So do you agree with me Suresh? Yeah, absolutely. Uh so thank you Navneet for uh, inviting me on this uh, podcast. uh happy to be uh, participating here on uh, life insurance um life insurance uh, in a sense is an emotional uh, emotionally sold product i'll put it that way so i mean let us look at uh, insurance so what is insurance insurance is essentially a security net life insurance is a security net that uh, the income earner actually uh, gives to the family so the whole idea of life insurance is that should the uh, income earner were to pass away the family has certain goals expenses and aspirations and objectives and things like that which in the absence of the income earner the income stops and uh, uh, i mean they may not may or may not have enough uh, savings and assets and in that process they can have certain hardships so this is supposed to be a security net especially if taken at the required level so okay. that uh, so that the family is well protected now you talked about the emotional aspect i mean uh, there is no sense in actually buying a life insurance on the name of a child while lot of people do that because at least the life insurance portion does not work like that because if suppose hypothetically let us say the child uh, even passes away so it is not that that uh, pa- parents are looking at making some money from that life insurance policy which has been taken on the child so that was not the objective so okay. to a lot of uh, in lot of ways it is purely a product where uh, it is bought purely on an emotional basis it does not have any real life meaning uh, when bought on the child's name unless it is bought on the person's name who is actually bringing in an income to the family it's not really of much uh, use as a life insurance product okay Okay. So like why should one have life insurance cover? Yeah, uh so that's a that's a great question uh, Navneet because uh, this is something that uh, all our listeners have to understand. See, life insurance is not about investment at all like it is uh, generally understood. See, life insurance like I mentioned before is essentially a security net that we are providing to the family. Now look at uh, typically a person who is starting out in life uh who may probably have just got married maybe he has started a family and things like that so that person will be maybe 25 28 30 32 that kind of uh, that kind of uh, uh, biological age so now this person uh, since he is at the beginning of his life okay. uh, potentially uh, the amount of savings or assets that they have created may be small 
okay and at that point when uh, the savings and assets are uh, pretty small if this person were to pass away it can have a catastrophic impact on the family uh, meaning their goals are not going to be achieved unless that income is going to come over a long period of time uh not only the goals the family also would have built a certain uh, lifestyle and aspirations based on a certain income coming over a long period of time now if this if this person were to pass away prematurely then all those things are going to be difficult because the savings are very little and uh, the assets created may or may not be there at all in the beginning of the career so that is why the third pillar is very very uh, very much required which is life insurance so now the life insurance is required uh, a lot during the initial uh, phases of one's uh, uh, career one's life and what happens over a period of time is that the assets and savings builds up over time so the requirement of life insurance in a sense starts going down over a period of time it is also true that uh, uh, the expenses also will go up uh, as we go along the goals also may uh, may become uh, much much bigger or much more elaborate as compared to what we had in the past so essentially security uh, providing that is or the life insurance is essentially the third pillar the first two pillars being savings and investment and assets that are created uh, towards the uh, later part in life maybe when one is uh, maybe 50 years or beyond in most cases what happens is uh, they Uh, they have created a fair amount of investments they have also accumulated fair amount of assets and that itself in many cases may be sufficient for them to live uh, uh, i mean take care of all the goals and live a comfortable life but in even in that situation uh, some people may require insurance till the time that uh, they are going to work because at any point in time if the income were to go away Uh, again the family may have a deficit so to protect all that it is basically only the financial portion to protect the financial income that is going to come in we need to cover the person up to the uh, age of retirement so this is one thing if you permit me i will also uh, talk about uh, why people should not have uh, life insurance after retirement okay okay yes so ideally speaking uh, life insurance is only till the point where one is earning so essentially what are what we are covering uh, is for a loss of income potentially which can happen uh, when the person is uh, uh, working so up to the point that they are going to work which may be 58 or 60 there is potential for an income to come after that anyway that person is going to uh, retire yes so uh, life insurance is essentially to cover the financial aspect of that person's earnings so beyond 60 if the person is anyway going to retire and there is no go- income going to come there is no point in actually having a life insurance beyond one superannuation age so that okay. is the thing Uh, okay so uh, yeah so go ahead sorry yeah so okay uh, i mean as you said uh, during the lifetime you need to have uh, life insurance cover and as far as you go beyond your expenses increases your liability increases so in that context how does one estimate how much cover one should have yeah um uh, yeah that is a very very important point uh, we need to be able to understand how much uh, insurance is actually required for us to be able to cover uh, uh, the the family security needs uh, so normally we have uh, what is called an income replacement method and okay. there is also another method called expense and goal 
uh, a goal fulfillment or replacement method so there are two methods uh, so but that we will have to actually calculate so i will i am going to simplify and give a rule of thumb okay. uh, the rule of thumb says that i mean if you have something like say maybe 12 to 15 times of your income or maybe even slightly more than that of your annual income suppose your annual income is let us say hypothetically 10 lakh rupees so if you have a 1 and 1/2 crore uh, worth of insurance uh, that should be largely kind of sufficient to take care of uh, the needs of the family so very broadly put again this can go wrong because this is a rule of thumb this can go wrong for somebody it may be a lower amount and for somebody it can be a much higher amount it all depends on the expenses and that brings me to the expense replacement method so a person who is earning let us say a lakh of rupees a month may have expenses to the tune of 90000 per month and another person who is earning the same 1 lakh rupee a month may have expenses to the tune of only 40000 a month so i mean uh, how much life insurance is required is also a factor of what expenses and goals a person may have in life or the family may have uh, during their lifetime so a lot of it actually depends on how much you require as a overall corpus uh, which will include the amount of money that is going to come from the life insurance uh, proceeds if the person were to pass away and whether that will be sufficient to meet all the requirements in the future so that is something that in the expense replacement method or the gold replacement method we actually estimate all that and okay. then we find out what is the amount required so slightly complicated uh, not uh, uh, not possible for people to do it uh, easily so the 15 15 times of annual income that method is uh, easy to understand i think okay. at least that much people should have okay okay so like what kind of life insurance product is is suggested by you or like by anyone yeah so uh, when we talk about life insurance we should understand that this is uh, a product which gives security to the family and okay. if you look at it from that point of view uh, term insurance is the appropriate product because term insurance does nothing else apart from giving security when uh, security to the family in terms of a, a lump sum amount to the family uh, if the person were to pass away there is no other benefit uh, in this particular product it covers only the event of death there is no other uh, thing but okay. that is a that is a main event from the family's point of view that they they would be concerned about right i mean they are not really in, interested in anything else covering anything else and uh, from another point of view this is a great product because a term insurance product since there is only one uh, one potential condition which is covered by the term insurance product this product is very very uh, inexpensive as compared to certain other products which may have an investment angle so it's it's a good idea to consider a, a pure term insurance to take that one and a half crores two crores whatever amount uh, one needs to take for the family uh, for protecting the family and it will not really be very high for example a 35 year old uh, person suppose the person is taking a one crore uh, policy for example it'll come to maybe 14 15000 rupees Yes. Uh, maybe six thousand rupees. So it's it's not going to be that very expensive. Whereas if the same product were taken in the form of uh, uh, endowment product, uh, a typical endowment product will be roughly about four thousand rupees per lakh. So if we are going to take a one crore product, I mean one may have to pay. I mean I'm just giving this a hypothetical example about roughly three and a half to four four lakhs per annum to get the same cover. of course this cannot be directly compared an endowment product also gives uh, a certain amount of money at the end of uh, uh, the tenure so it's a investment and insurance product 
but we have to understand that this product is going to be inaccessible for a lot of people if uh, one wants 1 crore it is much easier to pay 16000 uh, getting an insurance cover rather than paying say 3 and a half or 4 lakh and that's not going to be really feasible so the product we are uh, suggesting is a simple term insurance and uh, do not mix up insurance with investment and look at investment appropriately and invest in whatever products are suitable for one situation okay okay so like as we have discussed uh, like when one should buy uh, a policy and how much estimation is there to buy a policy and you know so there's one more important question uh, when should you buy a policy correct so that is also uh, very very important for people to know um, so when we talk about a security or when we talk about a cover it is to take care of uh, the family situation in the sense that uh, family may be uh, short funded in terms of their goals and expenses that is one thing the second thing is if the if there are uh, any loans any liabilities even that needs to be covered and that should not devolve on the family so that is also another objective so if we look at it that way a person who is uh, joining the workforce let us say at 22 or 23 Uh, that person uh, if uh, this person does not have any loans or any dependents at that particular point which is uh, highly likely that there may not be any dependent but if there are no dependents and there are no loans this person may not go for a life uh, i mean a term term insurance policy at that young age okay however if the same person at 23 has educational loan and he also has maybe his family maybe his parents plus siblings who are dependent on him then he will require a, a life insurance policy in the form of a term insurance right from the beginning so again that has to be estimated and an appropriate amount has to be taken uh, right uh, right in the beginning but for most people what happens is there may not be this liability we suggest that they go for uh, an appropriate amount of uh, term insurance when they actually get married so when they get married there is uh, there are uh, there is somebody who potentially will be uh, dependent on uh, this person who is getting married and to protect her interest ideally a person should take an appropriate term insurance okay. and again uh, again one more thing is i mean uh, when they start a family they have a child or they have two children so again uh, this person will have to take care of the wife this person will have to take care of the children and all their needs and for from that point of view the liability uh, increases the dependence increases so in that situation they uh, he will have to again increase the amount of life insurance cover that he has and again if he goes for a vehicle loan or a home loan or any other loan if there are liabilities like that it should not come on the family and appropriately he should increase the life cover to take care of all these uh, requirement the goals expenses plus covering the liability okay okay so there are, there are many life insurance policies which gives you a uh, market link uh, returns or some of them gives you guaranteed returns some in some cases you get maturity benefits so like for whom will these traditional products like a nominal money back or ulips be useful uh see uh, typically as financial advisors what we uh, what we suggest is to have basic simple products to address uh, particular requirements so what okay. i mean by that is uh, you require uh to provide security for the family we suggest a simple term insurance policy and nothing else and as far as your investments are concerned it need not be necessarily mixed up with an insurance product 
because uh, uh, because i mean it may not be the most efficient way of uh, handling the investment itself okay there are uh, and there is one more very very important reason why we suggest that insurance product typically is a long duration product typically it may be 10 years 15 years 20 years sometimes it can even be 25 or even 30 years so only when you have an outlook to invest for such a long period of time you can consider an insurance product and uh, that investment also has to be done uh, year on year or uh, half every half year every qu- quarter and things like that for a very very long period of time in a changing life situation the uh, the dynamics and volatility that is there in today's uh, world uh, one uh, one is not clear whether we want to really commit for that kind of a long period of time now having said that there are going to be people who for whom this may be an appropriate uh, uh, i mean the investment plus insurance product like endowment like money back these kind of products may be appropriate see there are certain sections of the society uh, especially at the lower levels who may not have many credible products to look at so they may have maybe post office products and things like that but lot of them also uh, uh, i mean they have access to uh products where uh, which are kind of ponzi scheme i mean if you look at the real lower class uh, population they get cheated all the time by one of the sharada chit funds or one of those schemes like that and they yeah. they tend That's to get duped by that so for these kind of people a life insurance kind of a product may be very very suitable where they pay a certain amount of money monthly let us say they are paying say 300 rupees a month or 400 rupees a month and they have taken a 2 lakh 4 lakh whatever amount of uh, policy they have taken and they are contributing that and it may be true that uh, the life insurance product is not giving a great return it may give maybe 5 and a half or a 5% 6% return but the fact is that at least in their case they are able to get something at the end of uh, the tenure uh, because the life insurance company like lic and other companies i mean they are credible companies okay at the at the end of the tenure you are going to get the sum assured and you are also going to get that uh, bonus plus loyalty addition whatever is eligible as per the policy condition yes. so for for those kind of people it is appropriate and uh, there is another category of people where uh, these people are not really very disciplined these people are kind of spendthrifts so for these kind of people unless there is a compulsion they will not invest uh, their money so for those kind of people if they are put on a uh insurance policy and uh, you set up let us say a certain amount of money deducted from their bank account let us say 500 rupees from the bank account every month so they will probably not realize but that saving will happen uh, from their point of view because otherwise they are not going to save and for those people over a period of time they would have built up some corpus at least through the life insurance so for these kind of people it's kind of a compulsion so they don't tend to uh, stop that so for these kind of people that's why there is an audience for every product for okay. these kind of people maybe it will be uh, kind of appropriate okay so my last question to you is uh, like should one buy insurance policy especially for tax saving purpose yeah so uh, any uh, financial product that we buy it has to have a uh, i mean clear objective okay why we are buying something so in the case okay. of life insurance the objective is going to be does it provide uh, security for me uh, for for the amount of money that i am paying so and do i first require a life insurance uh, at this point in time so if both the questions are answered as uh, in the affirmative 
then one should look at life insurance as an incidental benefit if you are also going to get a tax saving under section 80c that is fine so we cannot really flip the thing and say that okay i i'm going to get a tax uh, uh, tax shelter under 80c by buying an insurance product and that is why i i want to buy a life insurance product it's it should be purely incidental it's a one more benefit which you are get, getting by buying a life insurance product and that is how it should be seen okay okay thank you thank you so much suresh for your valuable inputs on life insurance basically thank you so much navneet thanks for having me here that brings us to the end of our episode if you would like to know more or make suggestions of a personal finance topic that you want us to cover you can reach out to me on twitter at @amnavneetdubey thank you for tuning in see you in the next episode this was a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast